Hello and welcome to Talk To Me. I'm your host, Max Ernst. And I'm your host, Katie Ernst. And before we begin the show, first, a word from our sponsor, the Alexa Conference, presented by Voice First FM. It is the worldwide gathering of Alexa developers and enthusiasts held in Chattanooga, Tennessee, January 15th through 17th of 2019. You can use our promo code, Talk To Me, that's all one word, to get 20% off ticket prices. We'll be there, and so will you. I hope so. And actually, I'm glad that we had this advertisement because now I just realized that at some time, maybe not this month, maybe not next month, but soon and for well, the rest of the, your life. No, just the one time. I really <laughs> need to um, ask for that week off of work or that few days at least. Because Yeah, I mean, it's a few days. Well, how many? Wait, I can't remember. Is it like a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday? Like, when is it? Because there are all these tech conferences that are Tuesday through Thursday. And I don't have a rant scheduled for this podcast, but let me rant about this. I understand why tech conferences do that because it's like, they're like, oh, okay, your company is paying for you to go. So they will make it be like a Tuesday through Thursday. So that way, you know, because you don't necessarily want to take your weekend to do like a work task. But for a lot of people that, you know, have another job or whatever, which, you know, in the voice space is most people actually, or at least half the people like even at that what was that last conference i went to we talked about it on the, the show yeah the voice conference but anyway like a lot of people there had other jobs and so it's like when you have it be tuesday through thursday that basically just requires you take an entire week of work off like even if you wanted to make it all weekdays make it monday through wednesday or make it wednesday through friday why do you have to make it tuesday through thursday like who is that like a good time for anyway the alexa conference is held on January 15th through 17th, 2019, which is a Tuesday through Thursday. Oh, I mean, I think that's a great time, <laughs> and we will be taking the entire week off work, and um, please come visit us during that very appropriate time. Yeah, and you can use the promo code Talk to Me, all one word. Take 20% off your tickets. Is it seriously Tuesday through Thursday? <laughs> yes, it's seriously Tuesday through Thursday. Because every tech <laughs> conference is. I'm sorry. I Keep the rant in. It's wrong. It's wrong, people. It should be a Monday through a Wednesday or a Wednesday through a Friday. I will still be there because it's a very, very good conference. But darn it, why do they always have to have the conferences from Tuesday through Thursday? I don't know. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Now on to our show. So the first thing we wanted to talk about was a skill for Alexa that was developed by Adva Levin of Pretzel Voice and Florian Holland of Jobotech. Yes. Um, and it's anyway, it was developed for a contest in Europe that Europe is having for games, similar to one the U.S. had for kids last year around this time. Oh, I didn't realize it was a European contest. Yes, it's yeah. for Europeans. Um, and it is the premise of the game is that. Uh, you meet various people and you are trying to decide how to properly dispose of their waste um, trash. They give you the option of throwing it away, donating it, keeping it, recycling it as glass, metal, or something else. Anyway, there's a series of choices that you get to make. Um, it's designed to teach you how to well, more more environmentally friendly dispose of things. Right, because maybe you said this, but I missed it if you did. That the idea of the contest was that like it, it was supposed to like be an educational skill. So I get obviously then the educational aspect here would be the teaching you like what you recycle and how, I suppose. Yeah. And just general recycling ideas and what you should use. One thing that I found funny about the skill where, you know, it just shows like international differences is that I was trying it out and it it, it said like a um, milk carton 
or whatever. Yes. And, and I said plastic because our milk always comes, like, at least near where we live, like, it always comes in um, plastic containers. But I guess, and, although even after I said plastic, I looked at Max and I was like, oh, I don't, because it said carton. And, like, you don't think of, like, the plastic containers being a carton. Yeah. Because um, I, I'm i familiar with and I remember, like, the paper kind of milk cartons. But, like, we don't really get those anymore. They're always plastic, pretty much. Yeah. They still sell, like, little kids size like right. half a pint for but, for but those of you european listeners that understand what you what know, a pint what is. a pint is <laughs> that is not related to beer yeah like they still have that for that and they still have it for the, like things smaller than a quart um but our normal standard sizes of half a gallon and a gallon almost always come in plastic whereas canadian comes in bags i believe really even the like gallon ones i don't know i've always heard about milk in bags well you didn't have milk in bags in like high school or or middle school I did not. Max was giving me like big wide eyes. Really? I remember when I was in second grade, we had this like whole like uh, team of people come in to explain to us like how to drink milk out of bags because it's so much better for the environment for milk to come out of bags than out of like those plastic cartons. And so they just have these like little bags and then they have like a, it's like a Capri Sun pouch essentially. And then, you know, if you take, you have, because I remember them teaching us like, put your thumb over the end of the straw and then like, you know, forcefully push the straw into the bag. Like we had this whole training because it's supposed to be so much better for the environment. And they wanted to like teach us how to like put straws into milk bags. I did not have that experience. Oh, well, that's, that's because you went to private school. And so you people were so rich, you figured that you didn't care. And so you would just use your milk cartons. Yeah. Although I, I failed to see how plastic bags are better than paper cartons. We could, okay. Well, I, and that's something I guess we could also criticize about this, the game if we wanted to go there, which is um, paper that has like food stuff on it. Like you can't recycle, like you have to throw it away. So it's like people think you can recycle pizza boxes, but you can't because it has the grease from the pizza on it. So it's like plastic you can recycle that had milk in it, but 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 cardboard that had milk in it you can't recycle. So that's why the plastic bags are better that you like you know drink out of because because first of all when you ball them up they're much 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 smaller than the the paper yes. would be. But secondly, you can actually still recycle them, whereas the paper you cannot recycle. Hmm. Anyway, educational moment for the day. Okay, moving on. Moving on to actually discuss the game. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We're still talking about the game? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> it wasn't just an overview of it. We played it to talk, to, to talk about it. So we played it. Um, thoughts on it? It was fun. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, it was, uh, I think it, the, the funny, the, the funny thing that I think is that I did talk to, uh, one of the creators. I guess I won't say which one. I mean, there's two, so you can, like, guess. But I mean, and, uh, well, I was about to say the gender, so that would give it away. But anyway, this person was like, yeah, we were thinking about making it an adult game. And, like, I wanted to laugh hysterically because it's, like, it's a great kid's game. But, like, obviously an adult, like, would not want to sit there and just be like, paper, plastic, paper, plastic. But, yeah, it's it's a good educational game for children. I, I don't know that it's a game that, like, a, unless it's, like, a drinking game. I don't know that it's a game adults would really want to play for any extended amount of time. I would agree with that. It was very educational for children or kids, which I guess is the point of it. It was for a kids kids contest. No, um, it wasn't a kids contest. It was like an educational contest. I guess that's why they were deciding between whether to make it for kids or make it for adults. And that's why I thought it was funny because it's like clearly this was not a game for adults. Yes. No, it's not. One of the things they did in the game that I thought was interesting was they they used the um other voice aspects that um Amazon offers 
they didn't have uh recorded voices like um we actually use in our stuff they had um i assume that they used amazon poly which allows you to have different basically uh computer sounded computer generated voice and it sounded real enough <laughs> yeah it actually you know amazon poly is really kind of impressive in a lot of ways like I, I listen, or especially I used to listen to a number of podcasts about, um, for people that are publishing. And there is this one guy who started this business where basically you can pay him a bunch of money to like take your book and like just put it in Amazon Polly and yep. like make a quote unquote audiobook out of it, which it's like, well, you could do that for yourself for free very easily. But putting that aside, it's like, I would never want to listen I certainly would not want to pay extra to pay for a book that's just, you know, put into Amazon Polly. It's like either I want to listen to an actual like real book through Audible, like an audiobook through Audible, or it's like you can just buy an Amazon um, Kindle and like certain Kindle products, you can get it to like read it to you or you can get your like, you know, iBook to like read books to you too. But Is that right? No, MacBook. What am I saying? Anyway, the point being that it's not great compared to an actual real person who's reading a book, but compared to like say Siri's voice, it's pretty darn good. Yeah, and it it, you know it's it's better than the regular Alexa too, um, in terms of sounding like a computer talking to you. It sounds more natural, although it does the same thing that. Any computer-generated thing is it's going to mispronounce words in funny ways. But that's why I really wonder, though, is it does it really sound more natural? Because it's like if various voices from Amazon Polly were really so much superior to Alexa's voice, then they would just make Alexa's voice one of those voices. Like, to me, it's like I think it's because it's a short snippet of audio in a voice that you're not as familiar with. So you're like, hmm, oh, that sad. seems reasonable. Whereas, like, you've heard Amazon You've heard Alexa heard talk Alexa, to you. Like mess up so many times that you just don't think of her as being as natural. That's true. That's entirely possible. Because I've never listed anything for very long that uses Amazon Polly. Exactly. But yeah, anyway, that game is called Garbage Hero. It is, while it was developed for a European contest, it is available in the United States as well as, well, Europe. I don't know. Beyond that, <laughs> it's availability to our listeners in Australia and New Zealand. I'm sure it's available everywhere. So check it out if you really want to. All right. The other thing we wanted to talk about was Amazon's recent announcements of their boatload of new products and features for the Alexa and Alexa service. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Max, why don't you go first? And then I have some things that I want to add. Well, okay. So for, we're going to talk about, they, they announced a lot of things. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about everything. because We're going to talk about things that interest us yeah. and that we think are both really good ideas and ones that are less good. Are less good in the sense of, I really don't understand it. But Basically, that's coming. Max has his first <laughs> rant, but we'll get to there. Go ahead. T- talk about the things you liked first, Max. So Amazon announced, of their numerous announcements, they announced the um, what's called the Amazon Smart Plug. And it is about how to set up, a, it basically is a device that allows you to uh, set up Wi-Fi through a plug on your devices. If I understand this correctly? No, I feel like you do not understand this correctly at all. Should I explain? Yeah. Okay. They've already had smart plugs as far as I'm aware. I mean, the smart plugs thing are really cool, but basically they announced this new service that allows you to set up all of their devices, including the smart plugs, much more easily. So the way that the smart plugs work 
is that you just plug this thing in your outlet and then you can plug anything into it. So let's say, for example, you have a smart plug and then you plug your light into it. It's just like a regular light. The light doesn't have Alexa in it. Um, then like before you would have to go through this like intensive setup process with this new smart plug where you'd have to figure out how to like connect it to your Wi-Fi and make sure that all the passwords are correct and blah, 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 blah. But now they have a thing where once you have one thing connected to your network that you can basically add yes. more things very easily. So basically now you just plug in the smart plug. You say, hey, call this. You know, like say, you'd say like Alexa, like call this the, uh, you know, bedroom light. And then she'd be like, okay. And then you'd be like, turn the bedroom light on. And then she would immediately know what to do. So it makes the whole setup process of all of your smart devices super easy. Right, and they, turning them into smart devices. Right, whether they be, a, but whether it be a smart plug or anything else. Like yes. The whole idea is like all of your smart devices now, yeah. you don't have to go through this arduous setup process. Like it, it just basically... Once you have one set up with the, you know, big password and all of that, everything else from there on is super easy. Yes. And this, the smart plug is actually the first one that's going to ship with this capability in it. Oh, okay. So I was just unable to explain what I, what I so meant. So you were but, right, but I was righter. No, you, yeah. I, I couldn't <laughs> explain what I meant by it, which was the problem. Um, but yeah, no. So... Because obviously that makes it significantly easier to set up a smart home. No, I mean, because to be honest, to me, it's like we have this podcast and we own like a ton of Alexa devices, but we don't own any smart devices. And part of it is because of the absolute laziness factor of like, do I, because they have like smart, like, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Light bulbs, light bulbs, basically. And it's like, do I like, okay, our light bulb burned out. Like we had a couple burn out like a couple weekends ago. And so we went out and got more light bulbs. But do I want to spend $100? That part, maybe I don't even have as much of a problem with. But then I'm going to have to like, you know, go to the store, get the darn thing. Well, I guess with Amazon, I'll send it to you. But whatever, you know, screw it in. But then you have to go through a whole setup process. It's like, I ain't got no time for that. Like, I'll just put in a regular light bulb. Whereas like if now all you have to do is like plug the darn thing in. And you just talk to it for a second and then it does what you want it to do. That that's that's a game changer. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm very excited to see in the future. No, I like supposed I actually, to start like, shipping. They're pre ordering now, so shipping will start in a month. No, yeah. I, I like legitimately like want to buy some of these things. Like, yeah. I, and and I'm kind of cheap. Like I say, like, oh, a hundred dollar light bulb isn't a big deal. Like I say that when it is a big deal and like I wouldn't spend a hundred dollars for a light bulb. <laughs> But like, no, but like this stuff, it's like, this is really cool. I actually would spend money for this. So yeah. And we'll also currently we rent our house. So there's no point in setting up a lot of smart things. But if you no. have, a, if you have a movable plug, then you have like a reason to it. Cause you can take the plug with you. Well, but you could with a light bulb too. You could unplug. Yeah. But other devices it. and stuff. No, but that, that's actually like kind of the important point though. Right. Is that like, if you own your house and you've moved in and you're planning on staying here for the next 10 or 20 years, then maybe you want to go through all of the like horrors that it takes to set up all of your like smart home because you're going to live there forever. But if like us, you are renting and you're planning on moving out of your rental in a year or two when you buy, it's like, I don't want to go through all of that to set up my house perfectly to just leave again. And that's basically why we haven't done this. I was planning on when we moved, like, cause we're like planning on buying in a year or two again, to like set up a really crazy smart home but now that it's like wow it's that easy to set up well maybe i will do it my rental for a year or two yeah because then you can take it with you yeah i mean so it's just it's very smart of them yeah so we'll see how it works out yeah. we'll, we'll let you know in a couple months after you know 
we order it and it ships. Yeah. So <laughs> note to Max, order that. Um, but yeah. So what did, what was the one thing you wanted to, first thing you wanted to talk about? Oh, so one thing that I found interesting. So as you may remember from things that I've said before, I am a criminal law attorney. I think the last time I talked about my day job, I was a law clerk and I had been thinking about going to the, um, prosecutor's office but as it turned out i am now a um public defender but regardless um the reason that i uh mentioned that is because there is now this new neighbors app for the alexa and it integrates with ring which is like the home like security system where like it's like somebody presses your doorbell or even somebody's just in your yard. Like there's basically like a camera that looks out on your front yard or backyard or whatever yard and like watches anybody. And like they have those commercials where the person rings your doorbell and they're like, oh, it's just somebody here to help you. And then you like see them on the video and they're like clearly dressed up like they're prowlers and like they have a bag with like a money sign on it. That's, empty. that's in the middle of the day. That Yeah, like whatever. Um, And so and then you like tell them through your, you know, uh remotely but through the speaker in your front door like i see that you're a burglar go away and then the people run away anyway so um that's ring um but anyway so amazon announced that even if you don't have ring that you can get this neighbors app and basically you can get information for if your neighbors have have had their packages stolen or if there have been people in your neighbor's yards that they don't know slash appreciate. I don't know how they determine that part. Um, or if their neighbors have lost or or if your neighbors have lost a pet, which that's cool because I don't know if we mentioned on this podcast. I don't know why we would have. But our friend a couple of months ago lost a couple sheep and we <laughs> yes. ended up running through many of her neighbor's yards running after these very large sheep which we thought we were running after lambs until we found the sheep and they were very large full they were a full-grown sheep and sheep are very fast and we could not catch the sheep um but that's neither here nor there the point being if all of her neighbors had had this app that would have been very convenient as they could have reported hey there's a couple sheep running through my yard in like not a rural area per se this was like a suburban suburbs of philadelphia yeah like Hmm, suburban area weird large sheep running through my yard hmm let me tell my neighbors um so i appreciate it for that um basically i think the app is a really cool idea and i definitely also have known friends and family that have had packages stolen and that really sucks and it would be great to like be able to talk to your neighbors about it but i just wanted to in general talk about this phenomenon now of so many people having cameras in their like yard which mostly it's like that's great because you know, then you can see when people commit crimes against you. On the other hand, like, hey, if you're having a dispute with your neighbor, as a defense attorney, I'm not going to bring up cases that I may have had repeatedly with neighbors fighting with each other and then getting caught on video camera because their neighbors had a ring or whatever else. Hey, if you're having a dispute with your neighbor, let's not like scream expletives at them or throw feces at them, or do anything else that's illegal at them, when they may very likely have like a video camera on you, and now it's caught on video camera, and you're definitely going to get convicted of something. So I'm just saying, if you are having a dispute with your neighbor, and you're crazy, rein it in. If, on the other hand, you're having a dispute with your neighbor, and you're not crazy, but your neighbor is, 
get video tape of that because that will help you. That's all I'm saying. Bringing, bringing neighbors closer together. <laughs> um, the other thing that I thought was interesting about the Amazon announcements is that they said that they have a new browser for Echo Show. And they said, in fact, sorry, new browsers. Yes. They said they have Firefox and Amazon Silk, which I don't know anything about Amazon Silk, but I am aware of Firefox, as I hope most people listening to this would be. So I immediately ran to my Echo Show to try to get her to, like, do something with Firefox. And she refused. So I don't Well, it wasn't clear to me that if this was available on all shows or just their new one, because they have a new, among their new products, is a new updated show. It said, I understand how the announcement was phrased, but to me, I couldn't even tell from it, like, this was something available on the show versus, like, every show or just the new product. No, I think it was clear. And what it said was... It did talk about that the new show has a bigger screen and it's thinner mm-hmm. and like blah, blah, blah. But then but but then it said totally independently of that, it said like now for the show, you have these browsers. It's like there's no reason why it shouldn't be for the old show. I mean, like it's I the, agree. The fact that, that, that your screen the, the is software should be the same. bigger doesn't have any difference. And so I don't I, I when I first went to I said uh, Alexa something something. I don't know what I said. Um you know, uh, Firefox. And then she did say, go to your settings, something, something about a video. And I was like, well, I didn't ask for a video. I thought that like, I I was trying to use Firefox. So then I said it again. And then she said, blah, 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 go to something, something, settings, settings, video. So I feel like maybe you can see videos through your show somehow through Firefox. But to me, that's very different from like getting browser. a full browser because the way that the announcement read was that there are, quote, new browsers for Firefox. So I thought like, oh, great. Now I can like Google something because like I was like, I tried different things. I was like, Google something through Firefox or like blah, 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 whatever. And it didn't work. So they lied. There are not browsers like there should be browsers like if you have a video screen, there is no reason why you should not be able to talk to it and use a browser. I agree. I mean, they supposedly on the they're going to be allowing you to use Vivo and Twitch, which makes sense because Twitch is an Amazon product. Yes. Um, and that I read somewhere out somewhere in one of the reportings that there was actually going to be a workaround in the new um, shows that would allow you to access other video products on the show like netflix it did not specify i'm assuming that's what they're referring to and when to. you say workaround though you mean like like the original like uh because uh, when you the show first came out i think you could just fairly naturally get through you could fairly easily get to like uh, youtube yeah and then google disabled it and then there was a backwards way of getting through it i think they mean more like that backwards way of using the browser wow. aspect that Except they, then they had. took away the browser thing right too. so i'm that would be my guess. It didn't go into what it would be, but it said that there would be one. Like this was, this was because they made all these announcements. A lot of people don't and still don't know fully what all of this means. Um, Cause a lot of the stuff isn't out yet. A lot of the stuff is like vague. Some of the stuff is going to be shipped in the future. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that it's a little unclear how it works exactly. Yes. Like for so. example, they announced that um, they're going to be upping um, Alexa's ability to sort of interact with you in a more human way. And the example they gave was whisper mode, which is that you can whisper to it and it whispers back to you. 
but this was the only example they gave when they talked about this. I don't know if there's a shouting mode. Like, so when you're like, <laughs> you've yelled at her like three times to put something on like a grocery list and she keeps putting down the wrong thing. And you're like, Alexa, put on the, and if she shouts back, I put on the, that would be an enjoyable oh experience. Oh my gosh, see, I'm just imagining, and I'm allowed to say this because I'm half Jewish, I'm imagining like Jewish grandmother mode. Because <laughs> like, you know, like you're getting mad at Alexa and you're yelling at her and she's like, I'm doing the best I can here. <laughs> like that would be something that my grandmother would say. Like, oh my gosh, that'd be so amazing. <laughs> right. Or like, you know, guilty parent mode of like, oh, so you're calling, you're hanging up so soon. It's been so long since we talked to you. <laughs> That'd be so good. Are you sure you don't want to call your mother today? <laughs> no, see, that's when your parents buy you the Alexa and they have it like enabled into yes. like guilty parent mode. That would be so good. Reminder, call your parent today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, one of the other things that they announced of the numerous things that they announced um, was they announced. So they the Alexa is being built into like, I think they said like 18 different like car models now. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start running a trial program of Alexa Auto, which is basically a tiny device that you can take with you and put in any car you want, and it connects through Bluetooth. Um, I'm not entirely sure why it's like a pilot program as opposed to just available, but um, yeah, it's like by invitation. Yeah, by invitation only. Probably um, because it's a terrible idea. Let me tell you why. So there is this. Um, I guess sort of, and they produced this product called Muse Auto. And the idea of that was the same exact thing, that you would have this little device that you could put in your car and it has Alexa enabled in it, and which is exactly what Alexa Auto is. And this came out like a year and a half ago, I want to say now. Yeah, It, it was, must it have been because like we got it, we got like, it shortly after we started ago. doing anything with voice. So. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like the car, that's exactly where I would love Alexa to be. So I'm going to, you know, get this. So I got it. And it's totally useless. And the reason it's totally useless is because, yes, like the car is exactly where you want to have everything voice activated. But if it's not integrated into your car, then it doesn't voice activate anything in your car. So that's not useful. So you can't say like, hey, turn on my music, turn up the volume, like do this, do that, put on my podcast. Like, so nothing like that. Like, and also it has to go through the data on your phone because your car doesn't necessarily have data and it itself, you know, you're not paying, like, I mean, in theory, I guess you could create a device that would have its own data, but then you'd have to pay separate for that. So who would want to do that, right? So it has to go through the data on your phone so that uses your data. And then, so it basically just allows you to essentially use Alexa via your phone but yet nowadays you can through certain at least workarounds you can get alexa on your phone it's just very useless i've never had any reason to use it well it's basically so you don't have to use your phone now to talk to alexa in your car but yet you still need to open the app on your phone like at least for muse and i don't know how this will be for amazon auto but i don't i can't imagine how it would be different like so you you still have to open the app on your phone for the device and then you can talk to it. But it's like, but that's no different than opening the app on your phone to talk to Alexa otherwise. Well, it's more like, I guess, if you were like driving and you're like, oh, I need to get bread. Alexa, put bread on my grocery list. You it's, still need to open the app on your phone. But you would have opened the app maybe when you, uh, I don't know. That's I guess my that would point. be the idea. It's like, Either way, you would have had to have opened the app on your phone beginning to drive. And it's like, it's just not that useful. Like, 
it would be more useful to just have Alexa like listening to you all the time on your phone than it would be to have this like secondary device that you have in your car that doesn't control anything in your car. I mean, right. I, I, guess really I don't understand why. Car. Maybe I don't understand why. Why you think it won't? Why you think you need to open the app to make this work? Well, with I'm Alexa. saying that is definitely how it works with Muse. Right, but it's not native to like. But what? But what I'm saying is, is that if you're talking about Alexa being integrated into the vehicle mm-hmm. itself, then clearly it will be listening all the time, and you can just say Alexa, do such yeah, yeah, and yeah. such, and that's great, and that's wonderful. But if you buy this like other device. Then, yeah, I mean, I guess the other device could be listening all the time. But the problem with that is, I mean, unless the device has like Amazon or rather Alexa's capabilities, like fully built into the device, which is difficult to do and they don't usually do, you have to get to the cloud in order for Alexa to do anything. Yeah. Well, the way you get to the cloud is through through your your data signal. And so, therefore, the app for Alexa would have to be open on your phone because if the app is not open on your phone, then this device in your car cannot access your phone to be able to talk to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yes. that's why it has to be built that way. Now, maybe Amazon and their geniuses has figured a way around that, but I don't see how they could. And any other product like this never has been able to, because that's the whole idea is that to get into your phone, to get the data, the app has to be open. Yeah, I'm. I'm just looking at their their reporting on it. Their their statements about it. Um, their statements about it seem to indicate that it itself, the device, connects to the cloud or has cloud connection abilities. Well, so if the device itself, well, I mean, it's possible because it's coming from Amazon, just right, right. as the Kindle device. Can you don't have to pay an extra amount of money right. for your Kindle to connect to the cloud because Amazon has enough money that they're like, hey, if you're going to buy books yeah, through we'll, your Kindle we'll device, you then we'll let you connect we'll for, for free. Right. We're not going to make you pay for a data plan. So it's possible with this car device, they would say, look, we're not going to make you pay for a data plan. We'll give you essentially a data plan with this device so that it doesn't have to connect through your phone. It's entirely possible that they would do that. But if they did, I would imagine that either the cost of the device would be pretty high, which they haven't told us because it's like invite only. Or, I mean, it's also possible that the device cost would be reasonable, but they would be assuming that you would be buying so much stuff through it or whatever that it would be worth their while for you to do it. I mean, that's like right. Or it has limited capabilities. Like it doesn't have streaming or anything else that would be data heavy. Yeah, like it can't play exactly. music. Exactly, like which can, is like it can what basically you to act do. as like your like again your list maker, your alarm setter. If you need alarms yeah, in your car I'm for sure something, Amazon, reminders. I'm sure Amazon for free will allow you to buy something through it. Oh yeah, but if you want to listen to the Hamilton soundtrack from beginning to end for free, data streaming, suddenly they might have a problem with it. Right, and like you said, the the issue of like the big issue with car stuff is that you want it to operate your car. You want it to be like change station, turn up air conditioning, whatever. This one certainly isn't going to be able to do that. No, although honestly, if it would play my Amazon music for free, I'd be all over that. But I have a feeling that it's not going to work that way. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, move on. Anyway, uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about from the Amazon announcement that I guess had made news apparently before even they announced all their other products because word leaked about this invention, so to speak, is the uh, Amazon Alexa-enabled microwave. So Max has his first ever rant about the microwave. Go, Max. 
This is the first ever rant about a microwave. I think I've ranted about stuff before. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, it's, I thought it was his first ever rant, period. But if it's not, then it's just, it definitely is his first ever rant about a microwave. I just don't get it. Um, I didn't even understand like descriptions of how this actually worked because it made it seem as though it's actually just a microwave that you can talk to, but you still have to be standing in front of it, pressing a button. I didn't get that. I mean, but regardless, <laughs> well, let, let's assume, let's assume that you never have to press a button, but of let's course you have to physically put the food when I, when I device. first heard about this, I thought it was, it was like other voice enabled appliances that you think of which is that you just tell it what to do and it does it and i thought who on earth needs a voice operated microwave because a microwave is one of the few appliances that you actually have to be near to use or that you are likely to be near to use because you have to put the food inside of it it doesn't go out and get the food it doesn't go like corral the food and figure out what you want to put in and do anything like that so you have to go put the food in the microwave. Once you're at the microwave, hitting a button is not that hard. <laughs> and in fact, many microwaves have things where you just press one, it does one minute, two, two minutes. Like, it's not a hard thing to do. If you want to defrost something, you hit defrost and then how long you want to defrost it. And then on top of it, you, most things you cook in the microwave are cooked at a maximum of like three minutes. If you're talking about like frozen dinners. Um, where you have to usually come back and like turn it over, slice it open, or do stuff to. So you can't really go that far away from it, and you have to come back to it. So by the, so then it's like two minutes of your time, and it's done, and then you take the food out. There's not a lot of other interaction with your microwave. You don't need it to play music to you. Um, you don't need it to like do anything else. It doesn't need to make lists. It doesn't need to keep track of what's inside of the microwave because you shouldn't be keeping food inside of your microwave. <laughs> Like a refrigerator that knows what food's inside of it is useful. A microwave that knows what food's inside of it is not. <laughs> yeah. um, so I had no idea what the purpose of this was. And I read a description of how this worked, and it still made no sense. And in fact, it made it worse because it sounded like you had to press a button to talk to the Alexa microwave, oh, which then like makes the point of the voice-enabled appliance even dumber can you imagine hold on. <laughs> sorry i don't mean to interrupt your rant but if that's true imagine that on your current microwave which is how my current microwave works that like if you press the one button it automatically does one minute but instead on the alexa microwave you now have to press the alexa button and then say alexa make it like go for one minute it's like that's literally more effort right and the description also was like, well, people just don't use a lot of the features that their microwave has oh, no, and I, that this I, would like make it more likely you would use them. And I, my thought was, why would it make it more likely? Because if people don't use them anyway, when they're printed on the screen in front of them, why are they going to spontaneously think of these other features to use? And if they are printed on the screen in front of them, it's the same exact thing as a regular microwave. Okay. So I do not like to defend Amazon. But I am going to because Max and I have been talking about this Alexa microwave for a week and everything that I've heard about it sounds absurd. Actually, before I go to my slight defense, uh, can you please tell the thing that you saw on Twitter where someone was like supposedly defending it and that's what they said? Yes, I, I saw this this string on Twitter from someone who I believe works with Amazon um, for Alexa. And the way she, she was asked, like, why on earth do you need a, an Alexa enabled microphone? Not microwave, I mean. And she was like, let me tell you why. Imagine you've had a very long day. 
you're really, really tired when you get home from work. You get home, there's almost no food in your house. So you're, you gather together the little bits and pieces of other meals you've made throughout the week. You put them together, you put them in the microwave and you turn on the microwave. You put them in the microwave, sorry, but you forget to turn it on. You walk away and you realize, oh no, I forgot to turn on the microwave. And you turn around to walk back to turn on the microwave and then gnomes jump out from your cabinets and kneecap you. And now you're stuck on the ground and you cannot get to the microwave. If only you could talk to the microwave, you could heat your food. Which I would say, I would be more concerned about the gnomes that kneecapped me than like eating my food at that point. But you know. As it is. Also, you're still kneecapped. Like, how are you going to get to the microwave to get your food? Yeah. There's all kinds of still problems with, like, you've, you've now heated up food that you can't get to. And will now rot, which now if you have a mic- mi- microwave that can tell you what's inside of it, will let you know that the food has got back gone bad. Which I have not uh, seen these tweets. Max suggested they're real, and I, I do trust him because he's usually correct about most things. But truly, if that's the best argument that you can come w- up with as someone who's like a- an Alexa evangelist or whatever you are, that's a very bad sign. Very bad sign. Um, but the only um, defense that I will give Amazon, because it does seem silly to have a um, Alexa microwave, because we have talked about like an Alexa oven, you could imagine a little bit more. Like let's imagine you're baking. You have to put something in the, like, well, first of all, you want to preheat. You're like from across the room, you're like Alexa pre- or, you know, preheat the oven, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, let's imagine that your, like, hands are really dirty because you've been, like, you know, making, like, whatever, you know, batter for this, you know, cake that you're, cupcakes that you're making, whatever. You put some in and, and you start making some more stuff. And then, like, you need to, like, lower the temperature. I don't know. There's, like, there's, like stuff that goes on with baking. Your hands can be messy that you might want to talk to your oven. Whereas your microwave, it's so fast that it's like, really, do you need to talk to it? Like, couldn't you just press the darn buttons? The thing that impressed me, though, on their, um, their like, release... The uh, release display? Yeah. Was they were talking about that, which, I mean, hey, I don't know about these things. Like, they, and, I mean, I've seen presets on my microwave that are, like, popcorn or whatever. I've always been told, like, don't use the popcorn preset. It doesn't work well. Or there'll be, like, the, like, food defrost. Not just, like, the regular defrost, but, like, the... I don't know. There'll be all these presets for, like, you know, heating up meat, heating up this, heating up that, whatever. And I just always assumed they weren't very good. But assuming they are good, apparently now, like, you can say, you know, uh, Alexa microwave, like, heat up a baked potato. And then it's supposed to, like, magically know how long to heat up a baked potato and then, like your baked potato comes out perfectly or like heat up my I mean presumably I guess it could be like anything like heat up your mac and cheese heat up your this heat up your that it's like if the thing is actually that smart to where it knows how long to you know make the time for anything you would say then that's really useful although even as I'm saying this now and this is supposed to be its defense it's like okay if I said Alexa heat up a baked potato it's like, what size baked potato? Because obviously the amount of time necessary for a super huge baked potato would be way more than a little baked potato. And if this stupid device is like so freaking smart, if that's like whatever, if the device is so freaking smart that it knows how big your baked potato is, then why should you ever have to talk to it at all? Why should you ever have to, ever have to press any button? Why shouldn't you just be able to put your damn baked potato in and it just like automatically cooks it perfectly? Like, either be super smart and know how to do everything or otherwise you're still probably just gonna have to press the darn buttons in which case what is the point of this i agree because that was my thought it's and 
if I'm heating up, if I wanted to put in like macaroni and cheese, if I'm heating up macaroni and cheese for me, it's going to take longer than if I'm heating up macaroni and cheese for my three-year-old daughter because she eats significantly more macaroni and cheese than me. You mean less? No, she eats significantly more macaroni and so cheese. So it takes me. longer for your daughter. Oh yes, what did I say? You said I, maybe I'm confused, but in, in any the event, time would be different. And also the the different like she also wants her macaroni and cheese to be like room temperature. Yes. Whereas if I were heating up my macaroni and cheese, I would want it to be actually hot. So there's so also that skin off your tongue type of heat. Exactly. So you know. So how does it know? Like I don't know. Okay. But anyway, so that's I about the microphone. I was going to defend it, and now I'm like thinking I'm not defending it. But go on. Uh, well, actually, it's your turn because there was something missing from all of Amazon's updates you wanted to talk about. Okay, that's right. So this isn't exactly a rant, and this will end out the show. But this is something that I really need to talk about. So Amazon Music. First of all, when you play a song on your Echo Show, which you know I do a lot in the kitchen, and then I sing along to it a lot. The awesome thing about the Echo Show is that it has the lyrics up and it like even like, you know, plays along like it's karaoke when you play the song. So I can listen to the song and like sing along and like it's like karaoke in my kitchen. This is great. Whatever. So then I was thinking one day like, you know what I would love to do? If you have ever listened to this podcast, you know that I'm in love with Hamilton. I was like, if you've listened to this episode of this podcast, you would know that fact. (laughs) So I was like, you know what I really want for my birthday? I really want to have a Hamilton party in which I like invite a bunch of people over and we have like Hamilton karaoke essentially. So I was like, this would be great. So I look into, is there Hamilton karaoke? Yes, there is. As of a year ago, like they released the official Hamilton like instrumental karaoke tracks. Great. Okay, are they available on Amazon Music? Maybe. Do they have the lyrics that match up? No, because on all of the, whether it's Hamilton or any other karaoke for you karaoke enthusiasts, because there are no lyrics to karaoke tracks, they don't have any lyrics that go on the screen because they only show the lyrics of the song that you're listening to, which makes no sense. Like, the most amazing thing about a freaking Echo Show is that you can play your music and sing along very loudly because you have the lyrics, so you have them all there, and all you want to do is have a bunch of friends over and sing along to Hamilton, but you can't do it because there are no lyrics. It's a problem. Yes, it's a very big problem. That was not so Amazon karaoke was not included in the recent updates from Amazon. Yes, I'm very mad about this. So you would like it to be included in the next one? Yes, uh, I would. Jeff. I would. Thank you. Please listen to this plea. <laughs> Mr. Bezos. I would really appreciate it. No, but imagine the advertisements. Like, have your friends over. It's like the seventies again. Like in the seventies, karaoke like parties were really big. Like bring your friends over, like you, you know, like some people had key parties, some people had karaoke parties. And you know Some it, people had both. Some people have both. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I might know some, I'm, anyway, um, I mean, not personally, I was born in the 80s, but the point is, is that imagine the advertisements for your Echo devices if you could have karaoke parties at home. Yeah. I would appreciate that. Well, something to look forward to. Yes, I will. Next year. At their next release date thing. Yes. Okay. Anyway, this has been Talk To Me. I'm your host, Max. And I'm your host, Katie, who said I wasn't going to rant, but then I did anyway. It's okay. Anyway, we will talk to you all later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.